G'day, Ads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, eSport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokedads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. This week on Pokedads, we have a special guest, Drew, from our Patreon group. Drew, how are you? He's not recording. Oh, I'm doing perfectly <laughs> fine. <laughs> I am doing great. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. I can't wait to talk about Pokemon Unite and my rectangle kids. Yeah, I uh, totally had a brain for it. But yeah, Drew is on this episode, and he's uh, a friend of ours. Uh, I guess <laughs> according to another patron, the number one Pokedad fan, which I, I tend to agree. What do you think, Eric? You think he's the one number one? He did give us a computer. Uh, that does mean a lot, right? Mm. Is he just buying our love, though? Yeah, so I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. okay, 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 yeah. He's saying yes. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, so we'll go through some news. We got some Unite news because we uh, we forgot to tell you, we changed the podcast from TCG to Unite, and uh, we'll talk about building yep. a Pokemon Cube. You ready, Aaron? All right, okay. let's ro- I thought it was Drew. <laughs> let's roll. What's up, Pokédad Nation? Welcome to another exciting episode of Pokédads, a Pokémon Unite podcast. Yeah, that's it. We're changing it up. We're not TCG. We're not VCG. It's all about, well, I guess it still is. United still falls in that category. But yeah, I'm your host, Pokédad Rick, and with me today is... We didn't talk about this. Keep going, man. I haven't played the game yet. <laughs> but also, Pokédad Aaron. And I'm Honorary Pokédad Drew. What's up? For this Pokemon Unite special. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Not really. <laughs> All right, I'll skip Aaron. Drew, favorite character, go. Are we talking about on Pokemon Unite? Yeah, yeah. We're still okay, all right, all right. The gag yeah, it's is a Unite going. podcast now. All right, so I'm a Venusaur main. Uh, That's surprising. I always do Solar Beam. Okay. Solar Beam over Sludge Bomb every day. Um, I, I do like the, the area effect, but no, I'm, I'm all about Venusaur. And... If someone's playing Snorlax and someone's already taken Venusaur, I default to Eldegoss because it's just an unstoppable duo. That's what I've heard too. I've also seen how uh, Eldegoss is powerful. I'm like, man, these grass Pokemon really know how to take it and unite. We gotta get it somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen that that meme where it's the Mandalorian with the uh, with Baby Yoda, and they like edited Eldegoss as Baby Yoda and the Mandalorians <laughs> Snorlax, and it's like, haha, die trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so funny. That's. That's pretty rad. That's pretty rad. I've uh, I've only played like a handful of games, but uh, for a MOBA game, right? I said that correctly, Aaron. Yep, MOBA yep. is correct. Yes, Pokédads. I uh, I 
I enjoy it. I thought I wouldn't. I thought it would be like maybe too dumbed down, like for kids to just enjoy. And I'm like, you know what? If you're mixing Pokemon with basketball, you got Pokedad Rick in. I was like, okay, okay. The, my problem right now is I really like Gengar, but I feel like I've been playing Gengar too much where I'm scared to play anyone else because I, I hear like Cramorant's really good. Just get the, mm. he's like that. And then um, the Snorlax, I've heard Snorlax is a lot of fun, so. Yeah, he's an absolute tank, but if he if he doesn't have healing, he can get, you know, comboed by Zeraora and Pikachu, no problem. Yeah, so a guy that's been playing it, sounds like you've been playing it for at least a good second, Drew. What uh, What is your pros and cons on real quick, and then we'll actually, we'll get into the traditional Pokedad stuff. I'm just curious. Right. Uh, okay, so so they gave out Zero Aura to everybody, and it's broken. Uh, he is absolutely OP and way too good for a free character for everybody. I'm getting absolutely trampled by like eight year olds, and it's <laughs> it's so unfair. Like it's a free game, free character, Zero Aura, too OP for life. Uh, pros though, I think starting out as your basic and then working up to your stage two is sick. Because you have so many players that default to wanting to go straight into the PvP, like your junglers and stuff like that. And then you have those who are playing their role. Like if you take down Buffalant, you slow everybody down monetarily and like momentarily. Sorry, words hard. Um, and mm-hmm. you you can just really change the way the game goes and you can jump on getting ads quick and just doing points. So there's just separate roles for everybody. And it's fun that everybody can kind of do th- something different. And it's the first team game that Pokemon's ever offered its people. So it's really cool. Awesome. All right. Two questions. One, why is destroying Zapdos guarantee victory, you feel like? Is that a problem? Is Zapdos too strong in this game right now? It's a game changer. It is really cool that you have this tug-of-war style gameplay. And then if you can just combo Zapdos, like if you you can save three ults for Zapdos and just get it, like you, you can steamroll or you can lose. And I think that it's definitely a little broken, but I think Rotom is easily just as broken. Like the ability to jump in and score a lot faster and with a lot more ease makes Rotom equally as effective. I don't, I'm not so sure about Dreadnought. I usually don't run bot, uh, but the small shield is kind of cool, especially if you're holding like 40 of the, the little Pokeball points. Mm. The basketballs. Yes, yes, uh, the, the poker basketballs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. No, that's that's great. Uh, I was going to say this through news, but since we're on it, they, they announced that Blastoise and Gardevoir are the next playable characters. By the time you hear this episode, Gardevoir will already be released because it releases tomorrow, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Wednesday. And uh, I remember Drew and I were talking about it because he was like, oh, hopefully it was some kind of healer, but I guess it was in a beta already. And it looks like it's just a it's a long range fighter that has the ability to suck you into one place, and then you continue hit him and then Ooh, and then let cool. him out. So no healer for Drew. Bummer. But gotta take those grass Pokemon. But it's cool though that in Blastoise and then I guess on the cover art we still have to get Greninja right, and then we'll go from there. So uh, Greninja's already available. You just have to no. buy him. That oh that makes sense. A-holes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, I haven't been paying attention. Is there an in-game currency to buy the Pokemon, or is it you have to actually spend like money to get them? 
Yes. So you can buy stuff that unlocks all the characters and the outfits. Right. Uh, but it's it's so much easier to just play. Like you you can sit on the the quick battles. They take like maybe ten minutes to complete like a two sided battle, and it's four v four, so it goes really fast. Mm-hmm. And you That's cool. you can grind those coins. You can grind those points. You can unlock all the stuff. Like they're giving out free characters every day. So it's really easy to get everything unlocked. I'm, I'm really excited for how it, this is going so far. Great. I'm also really excited just how the Pokemon community as a whole, even the TCG players, it's like they're just loving it on Twitter. Like you see everybody like, I really need to do TCG stuff, but I just can't stop playing uh, Unite. And I'm <laughs> like, eh, that's interesting. Oh, no. So Our episode next week is Pokemon Unite ruining Pokemon <laughs> TCG. <laughs> find out next week <laughs> so that's that's good well uh drew thanks for jumping on the pod uh we're um, we'll be talking about what you would call pokey cubes pokemon cubes later on yeah like a just a pokemon draft cube sweet sweet so we brought him on today to get his expertise on it because it's kind of booming on twitter i've been reading a lot about it more and hearing about it more so I thought this would be a perfect time to talk about it but let's uh, let's give the Pokédad Nation a earful of who Drew is Drew who are you? Uh, so I'm Drew uh, some people might know me as Katana TCG or INI Katana if you played Halo 3 at all back in the day <laughs> uh, I used to stream a lot then you know life kind of caught up but I try my hardest to kind of invest myself into a bunch of Pokemon TCG. Uh, I just recently got into the game a year and some change ago, as soon as like lockdown kind of started. Uh, I got to play one live tournament, and I played against an expanded deck against an 11-year-old at a standard tournament, and that was when I knew that this game had rules and structure, and I need to be a part of it. Uh, I try my hardest to post content regularly on Instagram and Twitter that involves Pokemon, but it's mostly memes and me commenting on things Rick says. I like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm 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 a mild collector, but I'm a big time player, and I have a toxic trait where I I need to build every single deck that comes to format. Um, that's an expensive like trait. I mean, I guess if it's on the online, it's not as bad, but it still can be kind of expensive. Well, with no yeah, with no in live tournaments either. Those some of those single cards are more affordable, except if you're trying to build a Shadow Rider, where that's flex. that's like brutal. I remember uh, was it on Twitter yesterday? The uh, was it the K Flow podcast? I think I said this wrong, and I'm sorry. Oh, uh, Flow TK. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was doing a giveaway where you got four. Shadow Rider V's and four Shadow V Max are doing like follow him, subscribe, all this stuff. I was like, oh, that's pretty nice. I should do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it. That stuff's worth gold right now. Just just today at our LCS, this guy bought a four four line of base rarity Shadow Rider for like hundred and fifty bucks, and that was cutting him a deal. So it's it's rough, and it's cool that Unite has kind of come to settle all the Pokemon nerves because if you couldn't afford Shadow Rider, you couldn't compete because Eternatus became just as expensive because it's the counter in some form. For sure. Uh, but Unite has kind of distracted everybody from not being able to afford those cards. So it's yeah. it's nice that it's there. Or uh, play Malamar because oh. it, it won last night in a big tournament and uh, it's good. It's really good. 
<laughs> love that deck. I'm very excited for ADP to rotate <laughs> for that deck to really take off. For sure. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely want to get into a bigger episode. I'll try to get, like, Pokedad Adam, uh, maybe Metapod and stuff, and talk all things post-rotation before it happens. I think that would be kind of a fun fun episode to do. But Absolutely. Aaron, how are you, man? You've been, yep. you've been busy. I have been busy. Let's see. This weekend, I, I built up a like makeshift fence with some U posts and that wire you use on like gardens, but like thicker. So my dog actually has like a backyard she can just kind of roam in. Which for the most part, she just goes into the 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 garden the the garden bed and just like tra- tramps around in all of the grass that has grown into <laughs> it over the whole entire summer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was like you shithead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going good with that. I had uh, two more D&D games on Sunday that I ran, second episodes of those ones. They went well. No one's died yet. Spoilers. Um, but we're also only two episodes in. That would be rude, especially since they paid for their own character tokens. Yeah, they still have <laughs> so, them, so that's good. They they still have them, yep. So um, on that, I've been working on a lot of Monster Hunter stuff, training the dog, home stuff. It's just been a lot of shit did you get a second dog or did you not get the second dog no we did not um we almost did and then ainsley was like um like scotch was there Ainsley was there we had we're probably sitting there for like 20 minutes and they were really good they played a little bit and then ainsley was petting scotch and the other dog came and like kind of was like like ainsley was told her no because the dog was like on one side of ainsley Scotch was on the other side, and when Ainsley said no, Scotch was like, "Fuck you, bitch!" and started like, like barking and yelling and like attacking her. I was like, "And it's a fucking like four month old corgi, so it's not that terrifying." Um, so I just pulled her away. But at that point, it was tensions were high. We tried seeing a couple other dogs they had there at the rescue, and just no dice, sadly. So no dogs, no other dog for her, which is the worst part. Is she loves every dog except for when we try to bring one home. Yeah, she, she said, "No, no, no, I'm good." I'm good. Like you. It's like grandparents with their grandkids. You go out, they'll hang out, have a good time, but when it's time to leave, they're like, "Okay, let's get go with you." Yeah. yeah. So we're we're gonna keep looking, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Awesome, awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Shannon and Finn have been sick for almost two weeks. That's what it feels like. Oh yeah, I'm talking about that. And they're at the stage where all the phlegm is just coming out, so they're coughing twenty four seven at night. And I think they're Musinex. yeah, and they're uh, they're in sync with each other. If one starts coughing, the other one will too. So if we were out in the living room and she starts coughing and Finn's in the bedroom, he's gonna wake up because he's gonna start coughing. And I look at her, I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, what are you what are you doing?" She's like, "I can't help it." So um, <clears throat> it seems I came out okay. I'm two weeks in. They're still sick. I'm I'm fine. So mm-hmm. good good for that. <laughs> Excellent. And then outside of that, um, let's see. Uh, no, <clears throat> nothing, nothing. I've been trying to figure out what I want to do on my birthday. It's next Wednesday. And what what's going on is we got to go get an EGG scan. Or is it EEG? EEG? Or, yeah, EEG scan for Finn's brain. Um, nothing too serious. He's just been twitching a lot not like consi- like very long but it looks like he gets a shiver um maybe like two or three times a day um hmm. it's kind of normal but it's better be safe than sorry so we have to go to a specialist in chicago on my birthday 
so we're going to have to take a day off of work, go out there, get his brain scanned, and and we won't get a results for a week. What sucks is he can only sleep for, I think it's like a total of four hours. Or so. It's going to be a long night that leading up to it, so... And he can't eat. Mm. So he's gonna he's gonna hate me. He's gonna like punch me in the face. Just let him play Pokemon Unite. Problem yeah. solved. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, not to get like any darker. I'm pretty confident it's just a normal growing up thing. He, he's nothing's like stopping development. He's tall. He's big. He's eating. He's healthy. Uh, it's just a rather be safe than sorry kind of thing. Yeah. We'll go from there. It's the goose. He's scared of the goose. Yeah, the goose won't leave. <laughs> uh, speaking of, the goose showed up again yesterday. Had a text Drew. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah, oh. best best fifty bucks I've ever spent. <laughs> Not bad. That's a deal, man. Right there. It really is, yeah. Yeah, change change that silly name. We're not we're not calling it Slippery Bear. It's Slippery Bear for life. Go no, Slippery Bear. It, no, it's no. it's Slippery such. Bear. I, ch- I tried. I came with the peace treaty. I tried to make amends. The goose stays. He's coming with a friend next week. Yeah. I already PayPal'd him. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm working on something, or I would totally have been able to, but it's it's ready in motion. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. I don't know what it is either, to be fair. So um, I, can't, I, can't, I can't leak any information to you. Anyways, let's, uh, let's move it let's, to that Say That Pokemon. And this week, what are the odds that we got another fourth generation Pokemon, Aaron? What do you think? Since you're asking me that strange question, I'm going to go with... Well, I'd say, what was it, the last five? Last four? They're all been Diamond and Pearl, so... I mean, I honestly did not piece that together until you literally just said oh, okay. that. okay. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu! It's But uh, anyways, it's uh, Simipore is our Say That Pokemon this week. Or is it Semipore? But Simipore, right? It has to be Simipore. Drew... What's the verdict? Uh, uh, you know, I prepared for this moment. I was like, oh, I can't wait to call him wrong. But I think I think you got it right. I think it's Simipore. Okay. Yeah, Simipore. I think it's, I think it's because you're saying how you're saying the initial like part of it. I'm like, that sounds slightly off. Simi? Simi? Simipore. Simipore. Yeah, Simipore. Yeah, Simipore. I don't know. Now I'm questioning myself. It evolves from Panpore. Where you have to yes, use the water stone to involve this bad boy. Like Simmer. But with an I. Well, I, I was trying to go like C and then me, and it'd be like, okay, so it's C and then yeah. me and then C me poor. Anyways, it's been around since black and white. That's um, a total of eight different cards. And oddly, it's even four uncommons and four rares. And the last semi-poor we got was from Darkness Ablaze. Aaron, would you like to read the card from Darkness Ablaze? No, I don't, because I just closed out of the tab. Eh. All right, here you go. So, uh, Simipore has a... It's a 100 HP stage 1 Pokemon. It has an attack called Water Gun. It costs 1 water energy, does 30 damage. And then it has a 3 colorless attack called Giga Impact. deals 110. And during your next turn, this Pokemon can't attack. Dang. And that's an uncommon. There you go. Get the... You know, reverse hollow. Boom. You're gonna look cool. The most mm-hmm. the most expensive semipore on eBay. Nice. Graded. Ooh. PSA ten. Oh. A dollar. Seventy four forty nine. What's that? 
74. 7449 for a PSA 10 semi From what set did you look at which set it was from? Oh, I already closed it. It's- I already closed it. <laughs> I'm asking the tough questions. <laughs> I wanted to have a neat fact. That was, that was a great fact. fact. I appreciate it. That's- then, then, then you got me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got to pretend he's looking at his phone to make up a thing. <laughs> some some fun facts, <laughs> trivia facts of Simipor represents February in the Uva horoscope. Nova, that's what I meant to say. I feel, like, I feel like you said, I sorry, I'm pretty sure you said that. Yeah, I, I, I bounced back. Um, Simipor's official game artwork previously showed its entire tail to be completely blue instead of tanned with a blue tip. Ooh. It was from Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Nice. Breakthrough. That's also a rare, I think, That's that adds it on top of that. So, excellent. Yes. yes. Very, very shiny, very hollow. Boom. Good facts <laughs> for Simi Poor. Say that Pokemon. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into some news. First thing, let's talk about Pokemon Go. They had the big Pokemon Go. Well, uh, it's not Community Day. It's just Fest, right? Pokemon Go Fest? It was just GoFest. Yeah. Just GoFest. Which is normally yeah. held in Chicago, but through the last two years, uh, it's been just through a ticket you bought on the phone, and you were able to catch just whatever. And then you caught like a ridiculous amount of Pokemon that day. I don't think I mentioned it last week, but it was like 1.2 billion Pokemon was caught in those three days. Wow. So. That's awesome. I saw a lot of advertisements for yeah. it. Yeah. And I ignored it. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon <laughs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> but some something strange happened, and Niantic accidentally banned a shitload of players over the weekend for no good reason, and they had to make a tweet about it yesterday to let everyone know that the people that weren't technically banned will get their accounts back. When that's going to happen, no one knows, but that's kind of that's kind of funny that it's like, oh, I'm just playing the game, capturing a Pokemon. You can't, you're like, oh my god. There's a shiny Pikachu, and you catch it, and you get a little notification saying, and now you're banned. Bang. You're like, oh, was I not supposed to grab this Pikachu with a silly hat or had balloons on it, or what was I supposed to do? Let it go? I'm going I'm going with your pissed-off intern, <laughs> or they got hacked and just aren't saying anything. First Poke Beach, now Pokemon Go. Where does it start? <laughs> Exactly. They know everything is so crazy with the Pokemon world. You're like, maybe they'll give us money. Maybe. Mm-hmm. They started with you guys. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 yeah, you did. Remember? I, no, of course I remember, but it was through my work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they learned how popular Pokemon was, and it went from there. It's all your I am so salty oh. about all the stuff that's gone. That sucks, man. Dude, it's it's so rough. Poke Beach is awful because I was like, oh, I'm gonna go print proxies and I want to know what all these cards say, but it's just blank image, then text. And I'm like, Sick. This makes it really hard to find the card that I was trying to print proxies. I for. know that card. I know that card. <laughs> Why does my Gengar Vmax have Pancham's attack? <laughs> because you thought it was a better attack. That's why. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Ah. Oh, so in uh, China, Flapple promo was released for the Koro Koro Ichi Ban magazine, and which, if you don't know what that is, it's Japan and Hong Kong's version of like Shonen Jump or V Jump. So it's a monthly manga of different 
comics. It's mostly known for Pokemon. They did Crash Bandicoot back in the 90s, which was kind of cool. And uh, Brave Blade. Yeah, that's it. That's what they're called. No, Beyblades, right? Beyblades, not Brave Blade. Beyblade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying to think, like, is there some other, no. like, video game I don't recall or I something? I think yeah, I, I felt like that was, like, way, way wrong, the, the, the correct way. So I was like, wait, is it Brave Blade? But this is totally out of left field, and I needed to get it off my chest. But you guys remember Monster Rancher? Fuck yeah, Monster Rancher was the shit. Okay, how dare you not know this? How, how can we have him on? So, Drew, I'm sorry. it was this. It was this anime, <laughs> and, and I, we watch. Aaron and I watched it in high school. But there was this PlayStation One game where you could pop open the PlayStation, take the game out, and grab any like a CD or DVD, and you popped it in there, and whatever that CD or DVD was gave you a new monster. So you would like, would yeah. Appear, so yeah. you would like go through your house and like try to find whatever you wanted to try to get like a rare monster or a strong monster. And for some reason, I don't know why it just came in the back of my head. But I was like playing Pokemon Unite, and then something came. I think it was like my buddy Roscoe, and he was just talking about like just different monster games and Digimon and stuff like that. And I was like, do you remember Monster Rancher? And then it just this whole conversation. So sick. Me and Roscoe played Monster Rancher so much. I beat that damn game. There was a phoenix and the volcano and all sorts of shit. That's all I remember. And that you literally you raise monsters to take them out to fight other monsters. It was great. That is so um, sick. That blows Tamagotchi out of the water. Oh, it was so much fun. And then you had, um, and then also Dragon Warrior Monster was really good too for the Game Boy. Oh, I still have that somewhere around here. That one was hard. Not to mention, like you had to raise monsters and then you could combine them into even stronger shit. I, I definitely cheated to get the higher stuff because there was a lot of trade you to do, and I was not doing that. But it was a great game. Yeah, sorry, out of left field. Anyway. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm just curious. It was a fun thing when it came to anime and monsters and stuff like that. But there's a new pop shop in uh, Harrods, London, for the 25th anniversary. Aaron, if you want to take a, I have a link in the general. Same thing, Drew. If you want to just take a look at it, there's. It looks so pretty cool because they have plenty of product, which is. Pretty exciting due to the fact that now Japan is seeing a shortage in Pokemon product. Everything currently over the weekend was sold out. Everything from, I, I always forget what the Japanese set names are, but Evolving Skies for them uh, and uh, Chilling Rain, all that stuff has just been gone. And even the, the Eevee stuff is gone. It's it's been, a, it's been a crazy, crazy time for Pokemon, and it looks like Every time you think things are suddenly down and things will go back to normal, it just picks up again somewhere else. And it looks like it's Japan and now it's starting to hit Australia too. So um, got to give love to our Australian fans. I feel bad when stuff comes out on Pokemon Center and they always say it's for US or Canada only. I feel bad for you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Drew, Drew's not salty about that situation. So. <laughs> not at all and they've got live play this whole time they've been able to combat this stuff so easily so we're, we're, we're even it's fine <laughs> okay I'll, I'll give you that I'll give you that and um, Netflix came out and made an announcement that they're working on yeah. a live action Pokemon TV series thoughts what do you guys think I'm okay with it if it's in the same like CGI style 
as like Detective Pikachu. So if the Pokemon look like Detective Pikachu and the story is semi okay, I'm good with it. Yeah, I am uh I'm I'm down. I think it'll be cool. And uh, if it's if it's not revolving around Pikachu, even better. Yeah, something different. I, I'll give you that. Yeah, not be like you could watch the anime or you could watch a live action. Same shit, different day. So you're like, ah, there's Pikachu and then there's Ash all over again. Yeah, but Ash is gonna age then. Yeah, they don't have a choice in the matter. What was What was <laughs> funny is the original voice actress of Ash said she she's mm-hmm. available, and then someone responded like, "What What are you gonna do? Because it's live action." It's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> She's like, I can voice voice over. Voice over. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Vo- voice over the light. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, just, just, just make Ash CGI. <laughs> COVID responsible. Ash is always wearing a mask, and we just you have her voice. Problem solved. Okay. Right. There it is. Not gonna be. I it's not gonna it be out. expensive whatsoever. It's Netflix, right? They got the money. I mean, I'll be surprised if it makes it past three seasons. Because with how Netflix works, you know. I know. I just finished a typical season four, and I, I quite enjoy that show. And I was really bummed that they canceled it after the fourth season. There was closure. Like, you knew that the season was going to be there. But mm-hmm. I'm always like, why? Because that means Umbrella Academy. We're going into season three. And I'm, I'm prepared that it's that's it. That's all we're yep. getting. And it's going to suck because it's so good. It's so flipping good. All right, well, two two last things before we take a break. I want to talk about that. All the errors from the Pokemon Center Elite Trainer Boxes for Chilling Rains was shipped out earlier this week where you got two booster packs that you were supposed to get and you got all three Galarian birds with a coin. And uh, that's that's really cool. I, um, I don't understand the hate because, like, today they released the pre-orders for Evolving Skies, which... I didn't do. I just like whatever. I got the king, but then I realized it comes with a evo- evolution coin, and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> it comes with a pin too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, could that be dope on PTTGO?" But whatever. But the the hate online, I just feel like it's. Why are you so angry? They're literally giving you the packs. Plus, you're getting Galarian Birds, where right now, two of the three of them are all meta. And watch out, mm-hmm. the Moltres will get its due when it comes, for sure. Not Moltres. Articuno, sure, will find some some decks where they'll unify that ability. So, just not right now, before the format changes. Do you, do you think that the three will come with a code for the three? I don't think so. I wouldn't think so. Because that could be huge. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that. It's probably like messed up. Here's our messed up cards. Honestly, I think they did a good job. I and mean, they like, we fucked up. We're going to make it better. We're going to make it up to you. Here's what you're going to get if we fucked up for you. I agree. I don't, I don't know why you'd be mad at them. I also can see why the code card would be really good. Because, you know, no matter how many of those mm-hmm. ETBs you bought, you're only getting like one green, I mean, one white code. And everything else is green codes. Because chilling rain sets suck. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I've never had such bad luck. I haven't opened a, like a full booster box of Chilling Rain. It's all been like blister packs or elite trainer boxes, mm-hmm. and it's it's terrible. Even our pulls on here, we're what three weeks with one white coat. I'm like scared. I'm scared what these are gonna be. Like I'm I'm doing this, 
like, all right, come on. Let's get a hit this week. But I think having Drew on, we're going to automatically get a decent hit. So. Yeah, you're getting alt, alt art, Shadow Rider VMAX. I'm calling it now. <laughs> calling my shot. <laughs> oh, man, the listeners will go crazy. You thought, I thought our text line. But, but Drew's going to know the question this week, so he can't answer it. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> I, I think you guys should let me come up with the question this week so I can answer it. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I see before the recording even finished, like he finished rendering, he's just like, Ricky, you already have a message going. Here's the answer. <laughs> what? From a is, different number than Drew's normal number. What is my birthday? <laughs> he never says it out loud. That son of a bitch. But then you'll text it to me and I'd be like, I don't even know it. So. He's going to text from, like, his parents' phone and then have it mailed to their house. Perfect. Oh, man. That's funny. I want to give a shout-out to everyone that left us a text message for a chance to win the Lead Trainer boxes last week. Uh, it was very heartwarming because a lot of people participated. And that was, that was great. It was great. Some people – I think – was it you, Drew, or was someone else was like, uh, is it the was it the bird or was it uh, Italian? And it dawned on me that both decks had three. And I was like, oh, Oh, you're right. Yeah. So that was that. That was me. Yeah. So what I did for every time someone texts me Italian, I was like, "Are you sure it's not Moltres?" And then the person would be like, "Oh, wait, is it?" I was like, "No, Italian's correct." <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's funny. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. That's that's really good. I also want to thank our two new Patreons this month, Kiddo and Ghost. Well, shout outs, welcome. We appreciate you. And, yeah, we'll see where things go. All right, well, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about this all-powerful Pokemon Cube and a different way of playing the TCG if you're feeling a little bit bored or burnt out with the meta when we're so close to format change. So we'll be right back. I'm going to go download Pokemon Unite during the break.
Plus, 10 year old Esh here, and you just listened to me, Dave by Cold Rain and Ray. Now, back to the Pokeheads. All right, welcome back, guys. Did you enjoy? Mm hmm. I did. Pokemon United is downloading currently on the Switch to my left. I'm so happy for you. Uh, something that came up, I was thinking, and I, you know, I don't do this often, but there was one thing I wanted to talk about, and it was trending on Twitter about people complaining that they're not wearing masks at tournaments or like people are holding tournaments right now across the United States not, and they're not official. They're just, you know, little things, exactly what we're doing at, with paper and plastic. You're just there to play, have fun and talk to people. And people are freaking out because people decided not to wear masks, even if they're not vaccinated, which I find it kind of a problem. The whole point that the CDC rules, in which now they're changing again, where they're forcing masks again in um, mm-hmm. what small places and high high was it high risk where we have to wear masks. Which I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm all for. But I I guess I just wanted your guys' opinion where you just you just ma- you just mask up, right? Like why why does it have to be yeah a thing where people are like I don't want to I don't want to wear wear a mask but if we're wearing masks then you can do what you want to do I just it's, I don't know I just really mind boggles with me it's it's stupid but you know I agree it's I mean I have no problem wearing a mask I've but for the most part even though since I've gotten my vaccine I've, I think there's been minus like at friend's house when I've seen you I've basically worn a mask everywhere I go um, I, s- I mean I get the concern especially with the was it the D variant that's going on right now where we can be carriers of it or we may get sick from it, possibly, but mildly, at least not hospital-like. But we can still carry it and give it to others, like my kid. So I'm definitely very careful on making sure I wear the mask so that I don't give something that I'm not going to get affected by to my kid or anybody else I may see. Yeah, we've had uh, we've had in-person plays since lockdown has started, and our, mm-hmm. C- our LCS took care of us. We had 
uh, sanitizer available to us. We wore our masks. We had the little plexiglass thing in between. They spent more money on cleaning supplies than they probably did actual like gameplay supplies. And they do, you know, their Warhammer, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic and stuff. They really wanted to take care of their players to offer this Good. area for them. So it would be very normal for me if live events came back and I had to wear a mask and use sanitizer and not let other people touch my deck. So, so it's... I was going to ask the question, where where do you go so we can give them a little good, you know, press? Uh, the Nest Cards and Collectibles in a little town called Carson City, Nevada. They do have a TCG shop on uh, TCG Player, and they have great singles and great staff. and They're really, really taking care of us, so it's been a lot of fun. Cool. That was very nice, Aaron. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're doing. They're putting good work in. Why not? If I can give them some recognition, yeah, no, absolutely, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'll make it short and sweet. So if it, if you want to continue, be able to play and with friends and anything. If they ask you to wear a mask, just wear a mask. It's it's not like even what Aaron was saying too. Like I'm vaccinated. I still wear my mask everywhere. Uh, when I grocery shop, when. When I get back into the car, I hand sanitize like right there. Like mm-hmm. I get, I might do this for the rest of my life. Who knows? Because it's just such a habit now. <laughs> like, I will. S- uh, one thing that like I I do often, and sometimes it's annoying. It's like I go with my wallet, I grab my debit card, I'll pay for food or whatever, and then I wait till they grab everything and give it back to me, and then I hand sanitize my hand again. Where I'm just like, oh wait, I'm just touching my. I was like, whatever, I just. That's cool. Give me that burrito. I always try to hand them the debit card where I'm grabbing the chip mm-hmm. side, and they so they can just like put it in there, not to touch the chip side, and then take it back the same way. It's genius. Uh, I will say this: for those going back to live play, and you end up playing against like twelve year olds and fifteen year olds, they are so much more intimidating with masks on because they have terrible poker. <laughs> they have terrible poker faces when they're younger, but when they're wearing a mask. And, you know, you see, like, Adventure Time or, or Spongebob on their little mask. You have no idea if they just pulled the worst hand off the Marnie you gave them or if you just gave them two bosses for game. So <laughs> wear your mask because it can help you. It will. I promise mm. you. That was good. So you start learning, like, how eyebrow movements work and shit like that. Start studying your own eyebrows in the mirror as you pull cards. Problem solved. Bluffing is a big thing. It's something yeah. that I have to learn because when you're staring at an iPad or a, or a computer screen on PTCGO, you can yell, you know, whatever yeah. uh, you know you want at the screen, and they'll never know if you had boss or not. So, <laughs> by uh, going back to the, our Yu-Gi-Oh heydays, Aaron and I and our buddy Roscoe, we we played each other all the time, so we knew exactly how we would play and stuff so we had to get to the point where we would put down all these different cards and there would be times where you would just play one yeah it will be put mirror force down or you pretend you have it so it forces like Aaron would be like i don't know if that's mirror force so i'm going to take half my monsters and put them in defensive position and then and then you would just be like ha ha you know and it's <laughs> it's a mystical space typhoon, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's that's one thing, and I've I've talked about it between uh, Yu Gi Oh and Magic. It one thing I wish Pokemon had was the ability to do things on your opponent's turn because then you, there's more stuff you can do or think about and how deck structures. Because it's like whatever your turn does, and then it's your opponent's turn. You just do this. You just lean back, and you're like, okay, what do you gotta do? Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, my turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. But let's get into it. Drew, what is a Pokemon drafting cube? 
So, have you ever wondered what to do with your bulk if you're not donating it to your LCS or using it to get uh, other cool cards? All the time. Yes. It it sits around, it collects dust, it gets in the way, and you know, ends up in you know, cats or dogs' mouths at some point just because they get loose. There's actually a really cool way to play Pokemon, and for you know, those who have friends in real life that like playing Pokemon too, you can get a group of two, four, six, up to twenty people if you have that much bulk. Good for you. Uh, that's too many. You too can many put friends. together. Yeah, but there there are people who can draft that many cards because they just have that much bulk, and it's it's fun. There's so many ways to cube draft, and I'll kind of start off by telling you you know what you should base your cube off of. Kind of find a theme. Uh, you can grab your favorite Pokemon. You can grab Pokemon with abilities, or you can grab all those dingy, dinky things like like Simipor that would never see regular tournament play other than like a theme deck or or like a kids like introductory deck and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and toss them into your cube in massive evolution lines and draft them in a not it's a little better than singleton, but it's more in depth and you can create synergy by drafting better. Uh, I actually have my cube. I know our listeners can't look at it, but then you guys kind of get a perspective of what one might look like. You're gonna want to start. That's off. a rectangle. It is. It's, it, but, it, but it's, it's three-dimensional, it so it's kind of it's kind of cubey. Honestly, what were you expecting? You thought he was gonna pull up a cube of these? No, I was gonna be really impressed if he did. To be honest, but no, I kind of expected that. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> so you're going to start off with like 10 to 20 boxes of Dragon Shield sleeves, no free ads, and basically sleeve up a bunch of cards. I technically take, I, I typically take my, uh, my, my evolution lines and I go eight, six, four. So like from Charmeleon, I'm sorry, Charmander to Charmeleon to Charizard, you would want eight Charmanders, six Charmeleon and four Charizards. That way... Everybody has the ability to draft that specific Evo line. And if you happen to draft good and get more of them, like anyone knows, a more consistent deck is going to perform better. You could potentially walk away with, you know, a 4-3-2 line of Charizard, which would make your your deck that much more... Uh, it would have that much more synergy to be mm. more competitive. Where in most cases, if you're playing a bigger draft pool more people are going to draft cards that would help with that synergy. So it all boils down to who's drafting what and how appetizing that card is to somebody. Uh, There are three different types of ways to draft, which is like your straight, um, like Charmeleon, sorry, Charmander turns into Charmeleon and Charizard. Then there's Mutant Draft, which your basics can turn into any stage one of the same typing and any stage two of the same typing so bulbasaur can evolve into gloom and gloom can evolve into skeptile which is a easier way to do it and you can use more cards to create a fun synergy but the drafting process takes a lot longer because you're splitting all these cards up into massive grouping so you'll spend an hour drafting a 40 card deck if you're only playing a 40 prize, 40 card four prize format 
if you're playing 60, it could take up to two hours to draft, depending on how many players you have. It's normally so, 40, though, right? Because I, well, when I was reading about it, it tends to be a 40-card deck and then supplied energy cards like uh, a build-and-battle tournament. Absolutely. I, mean, I, think for, I, was I think that it's probably 40 more often, not also because of what Drew just said, where no one wants to spend two hours drafting. Like It's fun to drink beers for an hour and laugh at each other as you're pulling cards, but... So I can see why a 40 card is probably the more norm. But if Drew wants to give an actual proper answer, please be my guest. 44 is perfect. Like, 40 card, 4 price format is fun. It rotates fast. You get through your cards fast. And there's you, you typically don't put in, like, a Dedene or, or a Crobat that helps you rifle through these decks faster. I was really interested in the cube format after... Sorry. You're fine. After I played my first pre-release. And that was a 40 card, 4 price format. It was very fun. It was super exciting. What I really took away from it was the groupings. Like being promised one or two Evo lines of something was really, really exciting. So I kind of incorporated that in my cube. Uh, no free ads, but Dragon Shield makes these wonderful cube packs. And you can put groupings of cards in them to help you get a set Evo line every time. So if you're you know, diving in and you're drafting from a pack you could depending on how many players draft two groupings or one grouping per pack and then pass it to the right like you would with a like a pack of cards in magic and their their drafting process is a lot different because they don't have this thing called evolving that makes it so hard to draft pokemon but if you do this grouping it makes a lot of things easier and i'm going to go ahead and open up one of my packs and kind of show and demo you to you guys that one grouping would consist of like an Alolan Vulpix, Alolan Ninetales, and a Diantha, where that trainer card has synergy with Fairy-type Pokemon. So this would be excellent if you grabbed it out of the first pack and decided, okay, well, I'm going to take my cards the Fairy route so that you have better mm -hmm. synergy. Where the second grouping in the deck, you could get uh, Cacnea, uh, Cacturn, and a, what is it, the Netball? That's an immediate grass synergy, so it's cool to have them in small groupings so that you have a small amount of synergy depending on the little grouping you pick. If you grab two per pack and you end up with, you know, a a four four line of something, then you're you're golden. The next thing you pick can either be a support Pokemon, something with like a call for family or dish and draw, which those cards in standard may not help you a lot, but in this format it's it's fantastic. Now, real, real quick, so the one booster pack is 15 cards, and I'm only choosing three of them, and then I pass it to the person to the right of me? Or what's going on here? Yes, and if it goes a lot faster if you take two groupings, because every card you draft, you don't have to use. Uh, the, in, in my scenario, with, with this drafting, it's a 15 to 18 cards per pack, because evolution lines can be uh, anywhere from a you know three line to to a basic or to stage one or it can be just two basic pokemon that don't evolve like baskelin or uh i mean scyther is not a really good example but i don't have a scissor in the deck so uh pokemon like that would be easier to keep in mass amounts versus you drafting one card and passing it down that's going to take a really long time where this groupings helps a lot more so, okay, you could have a rule where it's like you could pick one card out of the pack. Say, we'll say it was um, mm -hmm. when I read it, 
a traditional is 360 cards for an eight-person tournament or eight, eight for eight yes. players. So we grab a 15. It, that's only for, what, three, six, nine, 12. So that one pack is only for five people. So and then what, another pack starts on the opposite end and then they just keep going into a circle or how does that work? Yes. Well, everybody has... Everybody has a pack, don't they, at the start? So right. it would just rotate around. Everybody, So it eventually, yeah, each pack will go through five people, but everybody will touch five packs either way. Right. And if you're doing the, the single draft format, having eight packs for eight people goes a lot faster, especially if people are looking for specific evil lines. It is up to the cube maker to kind of separate everything because if you have eight Charmanders, in your packs and they're all in eight different boxes and you have eight people who all know what they want to play Charizard at the end of this drafting process all eight of those Charmanders are going to be gone so if you group everything together and everyone gets a promised Evo line drafting process is faster and it's easier to build synergy which is what I think has helped Pokemon drafting a lot okay now I feel like um, in terms of if you did a, a cube with the newer sets, the V's, the GX's, like that. I feel like it would make more sense to run a a single card type of setup because you can get a lot more powerful cards. You're not going to really need those evolution lines. Certainly, Does that make more sense, or absolutely. And the, the, that's the fantastic thing about cubes is you can use whatever cards that you want. It's your cube. Um, Prism Star cards are fantastic. They're not going to have any purpose after rotation, and everyone's going to wonder what to do with them because they're not worth a whole lot as is. They are great cards in my cube because I have one of every type of GX and one of every type of Prism Star cards. And from start to finish, I have the opening draft process. You grab one Prism Star card. In that same box, you can see what the GX cards are, but you don't get to draft that till you're done doing the individual packs. So you you may have started one way to orient yourself towards a specific typing in a specific playstyle, but during the drafting process, seeing what the cards are and kind of coming in blind if you haven't played this um, this draft before, if you didn't see the same cards in your previous draft, you can be playing a completely different synergy. And by the time you get back to that GX that you had previously thought about because you saw Tapu Koko Prism Star in there and you wanted Raikou GX, but you ended up drafting... Alolan Ninetales and uh, all the Fairy-type cards out of the cube, you're, you're not going to be utilizing the, the Tapu Koko for the Lightning Energy Acceleration anymore. You're going to be using it just to spread energy. Mm-hmm. It also makes it easier if uh, the cubes are set in uh, different time zones, like basic to Team Rocket, Black and White, all the way up to uh, and then have Sun and Moon by itself like the GX Pokemon and the V where they are today because as you said Aaron they're they're bigger they're better they you know you don't want those uh, tag team Pokemon V Max Pokemon trying to go bat- battle something that has like three energies for a puny 140 attack in a stage two Pokemon so when you're building a cube you're you're going to have to make sure there's balance and why maybe setting up different years is better than trying to be like, I have all these Pokemon cards, I'm making a cube, let's go. Right, like mm-hmm. I, I had to ban the uh, the Deluge uh, Blastoise and the, uh, what is it, the Resolute something uh, Charizard, just because massive acceleration, way overpowered, can steamroll 
almost everything in the current meta. So even though it's more mostly a sun and moon cube that I'm building here, uh, I, there have to be you know power level things that I have to eliminate, like Tapu Lele GX, fantastic card for those who played that previous meta. Not going to find it in my cube, even though it's a basic GX. It's too powerful, and it would make it difficult for other people to play. Things like Boss's Orders, you know, Marnie. Eliminate those from your cubes if you don't have the power level to, you know, keep everybody balanced. Did you bring Custom Catchers uh, back? Yeah. Peaking Red card. Uh, yeah. All, the, all that fun stuff. I won't, I won't, uh, I won't lie, man. I, I miss... Pokemon uh, custom catcher so bad like I just felt like it was so rewarding to just try to draw that second one to get the gust where now it's just like such an easy gust I like I like the challenge to be like all right do you have two custom catchers do you or even when you draw one and you're like oh I can use it to draw cards until I have three in my hand I just it was very versatile it was a really fun card so I feel like you're Rick was just kind of really bringing back the days of like seven tools of the bandit you like mirror force you got seven tools of the bandit <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got one too. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it half your? Was it half your? Or was it? It was a thousand, thousand life points. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So I know we've been talking a lot about the Pokemon and how to build up the the Pokemon side of things, at least in terms of a evolution line like Q. Mm-hmm. Um. Why don't we just go through typically what we might see in a three hundred sixty card um, box cube. Cube. So, Rectangle yeah. so box. we have we obviously have our Pokemon. How many Pokemon do we typically have in a 360 cube? So 360, your Pokemon are going to take the majority of it. I mean, trainer cards definitely make things a lot faster, but you need to have the Pokemon to supplement all those things. Where right. one one or two Cynthia can go a long way in this format. So you don't necessarily need as much of those in in the in your cube. You probably see it split like I don't know. 250 to 110 trainers and that would okay. be including your items your switching cards so you're thinking 60 40 special special like energy. 60 40 maybe sprinkle in a yeah yeah maybe sprinkle in a, a couple special energy here and there but nothing too overpowered there's a cube that i have in the works right now that's using the original 151 pokemon it is cool. massive because there's a lot of stage twos in the original 151 and i want to make sure that there's variety so things like mewtwo there's at least four of them in the deck to play uh not only is it getting very expensive but it's very big so that that might end up being closer to like an 18 to 20 person cube and it's <laughs> it's a it's a couple thousand cards deep already just in pokemon and that's a couple <laughs> cards yeah um, so now when it, actually, this is part of that actually I didn't see when I was reading up on any of this. When it comes to energy, mm-hmm. energy is not part of the cube, correct? It's something you just put in the deck after? Yes. Mine, so, mine is special energy, of course. Right. So like basic energy, all that stuff that comes out of your ETBs that you're not going to use because you've split, you've already, you know, taken the jump and leapt into using a, a hollow energy. So all this basic <laughs> energy, you're just going to sleeve up Flex. and toss in your cubes. Yeah. <laughs> and... And, and just grab for grab from it later, and that's that's not factored into the three sixty in your cube total. So if with three sixty with eight players, how many cards do you end up per person? Some math here. That's a, that's really forty five. That's a really good question. I didn't know there'd be a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> There's always math on Pokedex, obviously. <laughs> you guys edit out the math. Though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Until now, when we have a guest on. <laughs> Yeah, so it was 360, it would be 45 cards each, which doesn't math out. 
Right, because you so. don't need to use every card you draft. There's right. there's two strategies to drafting. Using the cards that you want and making sure your buddy can't use the counter to your cards. So, so you effectively have it like a 10 to like, well, really like a 15 card or so um, leeway on what you pull. Mm-hmm. To then obviously supplement t- at least ten energy, and I'd rough guess mo- in most decks, right? And if, playing thirty of those cards, exactly. And if Rick's giggling across the table like, "Yes, I pulled Charmeleon. Yes, I got Charmander," <laughs> and I have I have Charizard in the pack in front of me, I'm absolutely pulling that card out because <laughs> I can at least stop him no. from being better than me, and it's not going to hurt my synergy that I already have. Gotcha. So yeah, there's a little bit of strategy in that too, which I think is a lot can of you fun. trade? It is. It is. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can't trade. There is a thing called a synergy swap in a version of my current cube that I like bringing over. And that's just fun because if people have done what I do and, you know, like greedy draft where I grab everything that is good and if everybody wants it at the end, I can get more. But in a in a straight up like pot, like like not mutant draft, like just your straight natural draft, you don't want to trade. You know, you want to make sure that everybody's worse than you, and you want to make sure you drafted good. Okay. I won't lie; this, this is super interesting. I feel like uh, Aaron and I could definitely build something like this and just have it at Scott's house when we're trying to get people to play. And we're like, "Hey, hey, we're gonna yeah. build a cube and drink beers." It's, I mean, it's very much. I mean, me and you did one with magic. I mean, like uh, Drew already mentioned it once, but with at Mike's house, like you know. 11 years ago with Magic the Yeah, Gathering, yeah, I remember. Uh, which is, this is this is exactly what it reminded me of, but it's also in the same similarity of, I mean, with a bit more rules of something like Ascension, where you're, you're doing your own, it's a deck building game. Mm-hmm. Where you're building your deck, and then instead of, like, going after the NPCs in the middle, you're battling each other, of course. Yeah, so. it's a lot of fun, and the cool thing is, when you're playing it with friends, or you're playing it with people at your shop, they can make suggestions and you know people are going to want to donate to your cube like oh man i really want to play you know this kabutops or like this uh this specific blastoise like can i Mm -hmm. can i donate it to you and you put it in your cube and that's that's the best part about it is that it's ever expanding you can change it there's no rules to the cube it's your cube Mm -hmm. you make the rules i would love to make a basic two-team rocket cube Uh, that uh that sounds a lot of fun. I know my cousin, I have a mm-hmm. cousin, she reached out to me uh, back in the holidays and she was like, I need to get rid of this stuff. And I saw she had all this pile of um, just bulk of basic cards and I was drooling. I was like, I was like, I'll give you $5. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did she take it? Um, is it? I'm actually still supposed to go have dinner with her and her family. I haven't seen them in a very long time um, when everyone felt more comfortable after the pandemic mm-hmm. stuff where uh, I was going to offer some money. She she also had a uh, a shadow Charizard. It's in really bad condition, but just to have it because have I, had, it. Oh, yeah. I had my first Charizard and, and it was super bad. I told a story on the podcast where I, I traded it away for a link cable for my Game Boy. It's like a kid took it in. <laughs> so so much more worth yeah and i had these i had the deck it was the original deck i built it was just a grass fire deck when i thought in my head i'm like well i'm weak to water so i'm gonna build put grass in it because if i play water decks i'll i'll build venusaur and it makes complete sense so it does um i kept i gave all my cards away but i kept my first deck which had the had venusaur nine tails and the crappy charizard and it's in roscoe's 
parents' basement. And I don't know if it's still there or not, but I always it might I always be. think about it. I'm like, ah, oh, man, it could be. You got to go over there one time and be like, can I go, like, you know, scrounge around in your basement? I know they did a deep, Russell cool. said they did, like, a deep cleaning, like, a, two years ago or something like that. So I'm sure they're like, Rick had his shit here for eight years. I think it's time to get rid of it. So Roscoe's parents' basement sounds like an alternative band. There you go. Hell yeah, we had <laughs> I would listen we had plenty that. of band practice in that basement for sure. So yes, they um, did. They did. I didn't. I didn't play an instrument. See, I, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go back to you know the story of you were saying with the kids, um, where you uh, your first live term you went against an expanded deck, right? And you're like, all oh, these twelve year olds just got they got me good or whatever. My 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 favorite my favorite thing was. I was trying to sell that deck maybe like a decade ago or not maybe not a decade ago maybe 8 years ago it was right before my daughter was born and I was like I want to know if I can sell this for the decent that it was a card shop and the guy was like oh no I, you know I need stuff that's relevant you know this is the time where stuff in the past didn't really matter that much compared to what it does today mm-hmm. and there was these two grown up guys so I guess I I don't know you could call them future Poke Dads, or they were Poke Dads. I, I don't know. They're mm-hmm. like, let's get into Pokemon so we can beat up on little kids and win money. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. It's not that easy. I remember just talking to Roscoe about it, and then you bringing up the perfect point that these kids know what they're doing, and it's just like I would love to just been a fly on the wall and just see these guys like, oh yeah, we're gonna dominate these kids, and then they're like, no, you you just lost in three turns, bro. I say yeah, those like between like ten and like sixteen, like yeah. they just fucking they're just like I'm gonna destroy you. No, it was it was a it was a nerve wracking experience. Let me tell you something. Mm, this is my okay. first live event. This is my first time holding paper cards. It's it was it was a Gardevoir Sylveon deck with with like a sprinkle of Volcanion for whatever grass counter I needed. It was a dumb deck. It made no sense. Um, <laughs> But it beat ADP because of Gardevoir Sylveon, so it made perfect sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. And the kid's playing expanded Picarom. He's He played down two Electro Power, and I'm like, sir, he, he can't play this. Like, judge. And I'm like, hands are shaking because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and <laughs> the dad's like, let him play. These are his cards. He earned this money. I was like, it's a standard event. Like, <laughs> come on, bud. <laughs> like, it's sanctioned. So I like arguing with dads, trying to beat an eleven-year-old at the same time. It was it was so stressful. I'm so so glad oh, I stuck it out. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> my my favorite though was right before the pandemic hit. I thought I was just going to a league where you would just you get there, you play for fun, and uh, you do trades and you get the the league cards. And I get there and they're like, it's five dollars. I'm like, oh, I have to pay. And I was like, all right, that's fine. He's like, and the tournament will start in ten minutes. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I was ready. Awesome. I I remember I took a picture and sent it to Aaron and Scott, and I was like, so I'm in a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then then he told me about with one I took Gabriel too. He's like, it's a quick like you know one two hour things. Four hours later. That's what I was told, man. I've never been to those. You're a liar. You had a good time. That's all that matters. That's fun. Kid won one. He was excited. Um, Anything else on the cube questions, Aaron? Anything we're missing? Oh. Um, I mean, I know the... Go for it. Uh, I I really like the whole mutant idea. I I remember reading about it. I was like, how... 
make things less complicated. And what it seems like what I was reading about it, especially uh, Andrew Mahomes on this video, said at first they liked the idea, but as you said, for synergy, it just it's easier to make decks if you're doing the eight the eight four two run of just making it. But I also like the idea that I can just be like, oh, I'm just going to build a fire deck and see what happens. Because I also feel like drafting might be quicker that way too. Because you just be like, all right, I just I'm going to collect as much fire as I can and see what happens. Oh, no, absolutely. And uh, there's just so many different ways to draft. Like, people will look at the color, grab it because it's their favorite Pokemon, and grab the the necessary energy to match that color, and and have a competitive deck because it's got synergy. Then there's those people who read the attacks and read Mm -hmm. the abilities, and they would have, like, an, an advantage because they would have, like, attack synergy. Like, Basculin and Hoopa all have bench damage attacks, and that's... Uh, that's that's one way to play my cube. That's the last deck that I won with is just spreading damage across the bench by having a million Basculin in play. Nobody's going to draft those cards. They think it's useless. It doesn't even evolve. Uh, but it ended up being good, and then all, all the rest of my cards just healed and supported my bench damage. So it was it was a lot of fun, and I grabbed Xerneas GX at the end, and that does another you know 20 damage to the bench with one attachment. So it's... It's a lot of fun. There's so many different ways to play the cube, and it expands. And I, I'm always looking on TCG Player, looking through my bulk, or looking through my buddy's bulk, or I'll stop at the L- uh, LCS and look through their stuff, and be like, yeah, this would be fun for a cube. And by the time I'm done there, I got a stack about 40 cards or 50 cards deep, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I can't afford all this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna get to draft all of these cards. It wouldn't be nope. so fun. But in in the the spirit of mutant drafting. There are a lot of cards that would have crazy synergy, like the Adaptive Evolution Caterpie being able to flip heads and evolve and going and grabbing the, uh, what is it, the Grovile from one of those sets earlier that has the ability to go grab more grass Pokemon. You're you're immediately just firing off. You're able to, it's, it's like Rillaboom, uh, grow eggs fast. You're just <laughs> grabbing all these cards, and all of a sudden you're accelerating more energy than everybody. And that's directly represented by that new gym trainer uh, game type that Mahones has brought to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I, I think the only last question I have. I guess I recommend this information. We can just pass along. Um, I know there were there were a typical number. Like there's a 360. There's what are the other like typical other number of like cards in a, in a cube deck? I think it, oh, I got it right. It's seven twenty, right? It goes seven twenty. Seven twenty. Yeah. So three sixty, five forty, seven twenty. So all your skateboard trick spins. That's exactly uh. what I was just thinking. <laughs> yes, precisely. Yeah. And if you want to look at other people's cubes, you can go on cubekoga.net and see the the evolution lines and everything that everybody's built who's ever made a cube and it's open access too so you can upload cool. your own cube to there and people can build your cube koga for koga awesome yeah like like koga strap yeah. Yeah. Um, i'll yeah. have that in our description Q-Koga. of the episodes so you, if you're interested you could be able to click that from right right where you're listening that's that's really interesting. What's funny though is like, if you kind of inspired me, because I'm like I was reading about it. I didn't want to sound stupid about the the whole 
idea of this and i was like oh this is fine this seems fine but then now actually like deep dive and talk i'm like oh this is actually really cool and i literally just gave away all my bulk like last week so <laughs> get it back get it back so i uh i i got like a full art marnie that i needed for my master set got the gold cards for aaron for rillaboom from darkness of blaze it just you know just to flex things out and and now i'm like oh yeah oh that was uh that is a slippery slope, boys, and it's hard to get out of. That is a slippery bit. <laughs> get out of here with that. Uh, no, and I'll, I'll be honest, and Aaron, you could you could probably attest to this with some of your Monster yeah. Hunter stuff, but what drew me to building a cube was all the accessories that they provided to build cubes. Those The dragon shield packs, <laughs> being able to sleeve a bunch of stuff up in colors that I wouldn't typically get, like this mm-hmm. ivory color. It's beautiful. It's so much fun to have like hundreds of cards sleeved up versus just your standard <laughs> 60. Uh, and and I, I got to buy a lot of GXs that were otherwise unplayable, but in a pre-release type format, you know, now I own them and I get to play with them and I have every Prism Star card and it just gave me a reason to buy more. So everything surrounding cubes really attracted me to it because building it is so, so satisfying. And, and making my own rules, especially rules where I win my own cube, it's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Everyone, let's play a cube. No, no, no. Pokedad Rick is just going to win again. I'm like, no. The little number one rule is Pokedad Rick yeah. wins. What, one pack that says Rick's pack. Yeah. <laughs> everyone gets to look at it, but no one gets to laugh from it. Everybody else is playing evolution lines. I'm, bring, I'm bringing my Urshifu pack. You, you, you do that, man. You do that. It's going to be a good time. I'll try to knock out the Jirachi as quickly as possible. <laughs> oh, I don't need Jirachis, buddy. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need Jirachis. See, I feel like if you win against the Pikaram, generally with that, though, then I feel like it, you're, it's harder because what with the Mewtwo situation. The acceleration so quick. And the Jirachis are so, so helpful because I... I uh, I still have to two shot you where you can insulate where you got two shot me but you're knocking out both my GX Pokemon. <laughs> right, but what does two twenty to Moltres? What does two twenty? Yeah, what what in Pikaram does two twenty to Moltres? Bolton. I don't know, man. Bolt, right now, it's a trick question. Bolt on Bolton does, but you need a you need a lot of energy in there. You you get a lot of energy. <laughs> you need a lot more. I thought, I thought like I need ten energy. Cool. You need a lot what? more. You need a lot. <laughs> what is it? Seven? You just need seven energy. How much damage does Bolton do? Thirty with plus thing? ten. 30, yeah, thirty plus. Yeah, so 10. thirty times plus ten. So thirty for every energy, and then plus ten. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, two twenty. He needs that. Which is a, is that, that hard for Pikaron? That's not that bad. <laughs> Turn one energy, discard two well, energy. Especially if you if you know what you're battling up front, you're like, okay, so he's gonna try to build up Moltres. So I'm I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna do this. We'll just we'll test it out, Drew. Right. We'll have a good time. It's fair. You sound, sounds good. I'll, I'll meet you there. Bike Rex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's open some packs and uh, we'll uh, get out of here. I don't have any. Oh, this all right. is my favorite part. I have like nothing fancy. They're all Shadow Rider, so we'll see what happens. I'm gonna just. Well, they're all gonna have Shadow Rider. Oh, that's a good, uh, congratulations to whoever wins this next week. 
uh, or this week, I guess we're at. Drew, since you are our guest, I'll let you go first. It's going to be a good time. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's <great. laughs> I actually don't know. I didn't look. <laughs> All right. We got vagina, butt yeah. plug, uh, leotard, nine, toilet paper. That's two words. <laughs> TP. Uh, we got cock, raccoon, two, nine, vagina, seven. Scott would be so happy right now. Good job, buddy. I want to make him proud. (laughs) We got Grass Energy, Clara, Haunter, Flannery, Cabrawler, Gallet, Porygon. We got Rapid Strike Grookie. Mareep. Reverse hollow coughing. And alternate art shadow ragby. Now we got we got rapid strike Urshifu the baby version. <laughs> baby food. This guy. <laughs> the ultra slippery. Aaron, this is I'll let you go next, buddy. Alright. Oh. Also green. Dick, dick. Kyle. Uh, <laughs> nipple. Nipple, nipple. Thank you. Harry, vagina. Titties. Zoolander. Harry. Lisa. Six. Cock. <laughs> oh, that's great, buddy. And ends always fuck me up. Like, there's nothing. And then there's always something. Water energy. Honey. Yes, dear. Yeah. Hi. Uh, impact energy. Path to the peak. Galarian. I can't read it because of a shadow. Your mask. Snow run. Bone sweet. Cub food. Cub foods. Inky. A reverse hollow. Golark. Golurk? I can't. It's hard to see. And a meta gross V. Ugh. It's family. It's pretty. We got God, yeah, it's like the worst V card in the set. Is this real life? <laughs> You're the worst V card in this set. Don't you insult that Pokemon like that. I loved him in the video Did you? games. Alright. He was sexy as shit. Oh, the ride ends with me. That's a bummer. Alright, we got Zebra. <laughs> What else? Timothy six Wood to Michael seven six Gabe Wood Richard X Ray Titties Lightning Energy Agatha Flannery Old Cemetery Cast Form Oh Later Laterba Gallet Clobopus Cast form, snowy form. Jeez. Okay. Oh, look. Score bunny. It's... Reverse all. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Thanks. You got that. And... Galarian Weezing. It's like... I mean, for like uh, the, the end car went on the green. I mean, Galarian Weezing is really exciting. 
I, I built a deck out of that wheezing. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I like sell the hype for whoever's texting in for the question of the week. Uh, the question of the week is the name of the store. Wait, no, Drew is supposed oh. to pick. I thought. I, I thought we were just joking if so he would win something. That was us. No, it's, we had a conversation during our break. That was a break conversation. Anyways, the question of the week is, what is the name of the card shop Drew goes to where he plays his live events at? Uh, make sure you just text us at 815-782-0202. I have to think about it. It's super easy once you realize there's a lot of twos in the phone number. That's 815-782-0202. That's where you text the answers to get the Weezine, the Metal Gross, and what was the other one? Oh, Baby Urshifu. So. Mm-hmm. All I thought of was Glenn Lerner is a lawyer for you. Is that two 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 twenty two twenty two? Stupid fucking commercial. <laughs> He's gonna get so many phone calls now. That's why I said no free ads. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't know why you would call a lawyer for like unless you're in an accident. <laughs> From the expertise over here, uh, I would know. know. Uh, Drew, thank you so much for uh, making yeah. an exception and hanging out with the dads tonight. Uh, let the wife know we appreciate her for letting you do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually not the wife you borrowed me from. It's my uh, my my Pokemon team you borrowed me from. <laughs> so. You know, thank thank them. You know, <laughs> because it was me. It was me and my cube that stayed home today. <laughs> <They're> like, <"Aw." laughs> yeah. All right, that's that's cool. Uh, any any shout outs you would like to give? Any plugs? Feel free to do that right now. All right, uh, mom, if you're listening, I made it. Um, <laughs> You did. Sorry. Uh, no, uh, follow me, uh, Katana TCG, on Instagram. I try to post content there probably more than any other platform. Uh, I'm Katana TCG on uh, Twitter as well, but I'm not as funny there. And follow the Carson Corvinites as well. It's our, my local Pokemon team. We're doing our best to stay relevant and you know keep live play alive. Uh, we just recently did a YouTube tournament, and most of the results are being posted there pretty frequently. So, uh, yeah, check us out. And thanks for having me on the podcast and let me talk about and show off my cube that I put a lot of work into. Oh, no, I, it was a lot of fun. Glad to have I you. Would, uh, we'll do one quick other plug-in. If you want to talk to Drew, have a good time, make sure you uh, join the Patreons at patreon.com slash TCG Drew. Talk nice things about it. Why should our listeners join the Patreon group? If you join Patreon, I will give you my entire list for my cube. Oh. Okay, well, what benefits do we provide you? (laughs) (laughs) No, so... I mean, every time I need a card, Pokedads got me. Whether whether it's the Pokedads or the other Patreon Pokedads, uh, I I was hunting down a Piplup Pip Blastoise the other day. They're ridiculously expensive on you know the trade market. Uh, two two Patreons hit me up back to back, and they're like, "I got you," and they took care of me. And I've maybe played with that card six times since they traded it to me. But I thought you were gonna say what? What Patreon? They they hooked me up. Pa- being a Patreon. <laughs> Next to being an American citizen is the right thing to do. <laughs> I like it. I like it's, it. It's great because when we did the team challenge episode, uh, when we had Bon Bon Lemon and Zoro Dad, they were all talking about like the, what you were doing. They were trying to 
make it like, all oh, right, join the Patreon. And then the, I fucked up all the audio and it never, it never oh, came man. out to the promotion, but there's a, the promotional <laughs> Patreon. We appreciate it, Drew. Um, <laughs> for $2 a month, you get all that wonderful stuff that Drew just said. We do our quarterly tournaments that keep getting pushed back on this last one because everyone's been busy for the summertime. You get free trades. You get to hang out with the dads. You ask questions. And our monthly hangout, which we still owe them a monthly hangout because it's been a busy July. And, uh, yeah, and we're starting a, U- a Unite group. It's going to be a good time. So the Poke Dads will just take over. We'll be the best rank everywhere. It's because you're with us. We're in the Patreon group. We need, we need jerseys, and we need we need keyboard mats, like not keyboard, but mouse mats. That our team mascot like, is a Vileplume. Clearly, clearly. A if it ever, if it gets into the game, I'll make sure it's uh, it's a mascot. <laughs> but for now, it, it's not. Son of a bitch! Lied to me. I'm I'm uninstalling it when we get off the call. So. Yeah, and then uh, other fun, good stuff. Where we just hit the six month, or a little over the six months, so we're revamping some stuff. I told that's the right thing to do when it comes to Patreon stuff. Five dollars a month gets you early access to the episodes. Um, right now, also to Pokemon's and all the other stuff you heard from the tier one, and then in tier two is or no tier three. I can't count Poke Dads is bonus episodes, Math. early access, merch. One on one time, if you want it, uh, you know it's there. If you want to just ask jokes, ask questions, or coaching, I guess I'm not even a super great, but if you just are super super beginner and you just want a little bit of help, uh, I have no problem wanting to help you in that situation. And uh, it leads me to if you are a new listener, hi, welcome to Tapoki Dads. We appreciate you. If you are wondering, like. How do I play Pokemon and stuff like that? Go all the way back to our first seven episodes. Each episode breaks down a certain part of the game. It's a lot of fun. It's a little, it's not much outdated yet because we're not super far from the last rotation. But audio and stuff like that is a little etchy. It's incredible. But it's a good time. Yes. It's a good time. So make sure you just hit that. The previous seven will give you all that. And it ends with an epic battle between Pokedad Scott and I. And when I mean epic, it just seems epic because I almost died after that recording. So it's a good time. It's a good time. Yes. <laughs> uh, I fondly remember those episodes. It was... <laughs> It was a good time. I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. And um, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to take the two seconds to hit that follow button and that notification when you know that Pokédads just released the episode on Friday. But you should know. But, hey, it's good if you have a busy it's summer. It pops up on your phone from a text. And you're like, you should listen to Pokédads. And you're like, yes. Yes. It's about to enter the weekend. I'm going to listen to Pokédads. If you're listening on iTunes, please hit that five-star, five-star. Shout out to everyone that's filled out the five stars for our Sword and Shield format only tournament hopefully it runs this sunday we have been complicated of getting people signed up and also having enough people for a chance to win a chilling rain almost an elite trainer box of a booster box of 36 packs so make sure you check that out and outside of that uh i got nothing nothing any plugs for D, aaron you good <laughs> nah my shit's next month i don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> As always, I'm Pokedad Rick. <laughs> I'm Pokedad Aaron. Pokedad Drew. I hope you guys have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening. Do whatever you do. Enjoy the weather. If you're still in the Chicago area, we feel you. 90 degrees feels like it's 110. Humidity is terrible. And um, 
Go build yourself a cube, and if you do, text us a picture of it. You don't need to give us a list. Don't give us the fine list that you made, but let us know that we inspired you to build a cube. Well, let's not say we. Drew did. Drew inspired you to build a cube with your friends, and we would love to see that. So, Aaron, sign us off. And may your pulls be ever in Drew's favor. Deuces. Oh, Orlando was the first one, by the way. That's what Orlando Florida was first time. Yeah, and a lot of players who have interviewed after that said Orlando wasn't a very bad experience for most of them. Right. I will counter for the for the younger ones and the parents. I will counter this though. We have C two E two every every year, which uh, bless you. We'll be at (laughs) this year, which I'm super excited. We're just figure out money stuff with our sponsor because it's it's kind of pricey but we'll we'll get there it's gonna be a lot of fun um there's kids there's a i never feel like there's any problems Mm -hmm. and it's huge Mm -hmm. and it's one of my favorite things to do um but i don't know you could have it's called the mccormick place right and it's you're not even in the city you're like right in the outskirts we call it the loop the chicago loop Mm -hmm. and the biggest thing next to it is soldier field so you you have all this parking because you have the stadium and then all these garages. Uh, McCormick Place has tons of food. They even have their own cafeteria and stuff like that. There's the food stuff. And um, yeah, like I said, and it's tra- buses can get there. Everything can get there. And there's hotels everywhere. Come on, Chicago. Right. Come on. Right. But, the, but all it takes is Pokemon to see that one. I th- what is it the day after tomorrow or was it uh that zombie movie where it's like you see chicago and it's all like smoking <laughs> and on fire that's how everyone imagines chicago so you can imagine pokemon international being like we need good pr don't send it there let's send it to florida instead <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'll, I'll give it. yeah they're not sending it they're not sending it to reno nevada if that makes you feel any better and that's my closest metropolitan city <laughs> Ah, 